This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 86. All links and resources you hear in this podcast can be found by going to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 86. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey, lady ass kickers. Welcome to another episode of the Your Kick-Ass Life podcast. So glad you're here. And real quick, I wanted to ask you all a favor. And I never ask this because it just feels really weird. So... <laughs> But I'm going to go ahead and do it, and I'm going to ask if you haven't already, which I know so many of you have written so many awesome and wonderful and beautiful things about the podcast, I would love for you to leave a rating and, if you have time, a review of the podcast. Whether you love it or not, an honest review is always helpful, and it's kind of tricky on how to do it. So what I'm going to do is leave the directions in the show notes instead of me walking you through it step by step. Um, partly because I don't know how right now, and my wonderful VA does, and she's going to type up the directions. Hey, you can always count on me for honesty, right? But it's it's like on your phone and iTunes. I don't know how to do it on Stitcher, and there there is definitely a method to the madness. But if you go to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 86, that's where the show notes are, and in there... Um, towards the bottom, if you scroll down, there's going to be step-by-step instructions to leave a rating and review, whether you listen to this on iTunes or whether you listen on Stitcher if you're, if you're on Android. And I would so appreciate it. So the reason it's important, I guess, for me to have ratings and reviews is for lots of reasons. So partly because if more people listen to the podcast, if more people more people give ratings and reviews, then my podcast shows up on Google searches and things like that so more people can listen. And also then, like to be really honest, then like really awesome people want to come and be on my podcast. And since I do guests sometimes, then we want really awesome guests. And I have Oh my gosh, am I even going to say this out loud to you guys? I really, 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 really want Brene Brown to come on my podcast. So I think, I think I've heard a rumor that she won't do things like that. She won't do interviews and podcasts and, you know, book reviews and stuff like that for Daring Way facilitators because, which is like kind of sucky because there's you know, like a couple thousand of us. So I think that it's like if she does it for one, then she has to do it for everyone. But that's, you know... I'm not giving up. I'm going to I'm going to do it anyway. Uh okay, so there's that. So yes, go to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 86. You can get the instructions on how to leave a rating and review if you haven't already. And again, thank you so much for those of you that have. And I have a funny story for you. Before we get to the uh, content that I'm going to give, the, the smackdown that I'm going to lay down, I have a really funny story for you guys about my daughter. I have lots of funny stories. Sydney Marie is... She's, she's very much a firecracker. She The apple did not fall far from the tree with this one. So my daughter is, if you don't know, my daughter is six years old. She's in kindergarten. Her name is Sydney. And the other night, it was last week, I think, I was putting her to bed and I was laying down with her and I was telling her how much I love her and how wonderful she is and that I was so happy that 
and I, and I, I say this, I, and I should have known this question was coming because I, I say this to her pretty regularly. I said, I, I'm so happy that me and daddy made you. And she looks at me, you know where this is going, right? And she looks at me and she goes, how did you make me? And granted, I've had this conversation with my son. My son is eight. And I think he was the same age. I think he was six. He was five or six. And I'll never forget it. We were sitting at the kitchen table and he asked me and, and the, the conversation went similarly. And I said, well, we made you very carefully. And she said, no, no. Like, how did, how did, how did you make me like you and daddy? Like, how did you make my skin and like my hair? And she's, and she, she talks just like me, very Southern California Valley girl. And she's looking at me with these big green eyes. And I'm just like, oh my God. Okay. So I said, and this is exactly what I told my son. And I said, well, mommy has, mommy had an egg inside of her and that's how you were born. And she's like, well, how did, how did it grow and stuff? And I said, well, I needed some help from daddy. So daddy put a seed inside me. And she says to me, okay, now meanwhile, I can hear my husband in the next room because our bedroom is near hers. I can hear him like snickering over there. And, and I'm like yelling over there and I'm like, do you want to help me out with this? And he's like, no, that's all you. Oh my God. So I'm like, okay, I've, I've, I've gone through this once. I can, I can go through it again. And so I mentioned the seed and I'm like, you know, daddy, daddy helped me out with the seed and that's how you were born. And she looks at me and she goes, did he like put the seed in your mouth and then you swallowed it? <laughs> And I was like, that, that's not how the conversation went with my son. And I, and I was like, um, not really. She's like, well, how did, how did he help you with it in the seed? And I'm like, oh my God, Andrea, just ripped the bandaid off. And I said, well, he helped me in my vagina and that's how the seed got fertilized and that's how you hear Good night. <laughs> she started laughing and she was like, that's so funny, mommy. And then that was the end of the conversation. That's pretty much how it went with my son as well when I told him. Um, he asked me how daddy got the, um, how daddy helped me with the egg. And when I told him it was with his penis, he looks at me and he goes, no. <laughs> and I hope to God y'all aren't listening to this with your small children. And that's how they just learned about that. Because you know that this is a podcast for grownups. We have grown up conversations here. It is for grownups. Okay. So there's that. I'm ready. You ready for the SmackDown? Here we go. All right. So let me preface this by saying, and for the sake of this episode and my point, I'm going to be very generalized here. I understand that not all people in relationships are like this. I understand you may be the exception, but please bear with me. And also, I in no way, shape, or form consider myself a, a quote-unquote relationship expert. I've had plenty of relationship experts here on the podcast. That's not specifically what I help women with. What I help women with is a little bit different, and, and your relationships in turn end up being better, and you'll see why, because I'm about to talk about that. But I don't typically write or talk about this. I do have a lot of experience in relationships, both failed and successful ones, Okay, I've had one successful relationship. But after having lots of failed relationships and then a successful one, I can tell you the key to making that shift. And the key is this. It's looking at my own shit, dealing with it, healing it, and repeating that process over and over again. 
what I see many women do, and my former self included, is this pattern. You're in a relationship and you're not happy, and it doesn't really matter what the specific problem is. And then you break up with or divorce your partner. And then you find a new partner and everything is great for a few months. And then things go to shit. And you can't figure out what's wrong with the guys you pick. It's it's that whole like saying of same shit, different guy syndrome. The common denominator in all the failed relationships is you. Along with your beautiful self, you're bringing all the unresolved issues from your childhood and from your past relationships into the new relationship. All of your insecurities and pain are coming with you. That's why they call it baggage. We all have it. None of us are exempt from it. But also, we all have the opportunity to look at it and to own what's ours and what's not. look at what's not our partner's and work on healing the stuff that's ours so we can be better humans to the people that we care about. The whole, the saying, the grass is greener, you know how it's like, it's like a popular meme now, you know, it's changed over from the grass is greener on the other side to the grass is greener where you water it. And by water it, that means work on it. And by work on it, you know, work on your relationship, that means work on it with your partner and sometimes even more importantly, work on yourself. But sadly, I think a lot of people don't do this. Side note, like I can't even imagine the head explosions that marriage therapists deal with when an unhappy couple comes into their office. I suppose many couples come to therapy when their marriage is in such crisis they should have started going 10 years prior. And I also imagine that therapists, like a therapist hears their arguments and the complaints and is thinking to themselves, dude, you both need to come alone to weekly appointments to sort out your own shit individually and then we can work on your marriage. I'm sure that there's a lot of therapists that actually say that and I hope that they do because none of us get to adulthood and have no issues. We're all imperfect humans raising children imperfectly, and no matter what, they will grow up to have pain and scars and issues. We all did. I never understood people that say, I don't believe in therapy. Well, first of all, it does exist. And second of all, you don't believe in healing? Like That's like saying you don't believe in surgery for a ruptured appendix. Like, yeah, just let that appendix spewing poison sort itself out. Oh, you died? Oh, well, a doctor couldn't have helped that. Like, seriously, therapy works. And if you can't afford it, many of them have sliding scales and some churches have free counseling. There are a bazillion relationship books out there in the self-help world. Look for resources. And let me tell you something else, something that sucks and is hard. Looking at looking at and owning your shit, admitting your insecurities and messy parts of yourself is never fun or something I love seeing on my to-do list. But I have found this piece absolutely necessary at having a healthy relationship. There have been several times in my marriage where I've gotten angry with my husband and stopped myself and thought, all right, what about this is legitimately something I need to be upset about? And what about this is all mine? Truth be told, most of the time, it's mine. It's my own insecurities and I'm being triggered by something that happened in my past and it's an old wound that has shot up to the surface. Now, I'm not saying that you should blame yourself for everything at all. Sometimes the people we're in relationships can be total dicks. 
And I'm all I'm saying is that when stuff comes up for you, when you're feeling angry, when you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling resentful, all of the kind of harder emotions, check in with yourself and get curious before you blame or lash out. That is the first step. It's a hard one, but it is really, really important. It's a big step. And again, I won't pretend that this is easy. Looking at your own shit and admitting it's yours is vulnerable and takes courage. And that's what that's what we're doing over here at Your Kick-Ass Life. That's, that's what really living your kick-ass life is, is being courageous and stepping into the part of yourself that you want to be the most proud of. But you, it's hard, but you can't expect your partner to be vulnerable and intimate in the same way if you aren't. I get reminded of that often. You need to show up as you want your partner to show up. Model as you want to see. Because at the end of the day, that takes courage and will make you proud of who you are. So that's it for my rant. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love for you to share this. You can do so at yourkickasslife.com forward slash 86. And again, all of the instructions are there to leave a rating and review if you haven't already. I'm so incredibly grateful. I will see you next time, ass kicking ladies. And until then, I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye.